Welcome to Hearts of Caregiving, Nurturing the Souls of Caregivers. This podcast focuses on supporting and empowering caregivers who selfishly dedicate their time and energy caring for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver or supporting a loved one, we offer a sanctuary for inspiration, self-care tips, and a reminder that you're not alone on your journey. Hosted by Velda Brennison, Janine Marbury Bryant, and Mary C. Hartfield. Tune in every Wednesday as we explore the profound impact of caregiving and discover the power of nurturing your own heart along the way. Hello, welcome to Hearts of Caregiving. Um, I am one of your hosts, Mary C. Hartfield. The co-hosts are Velda Branson and Janine Marbury Bryant. We just want to welcome you to today's podcast. And today we're really talking about holiday grief and caregiving. You know, we just had Thanksgiving holiday and now we're moving on to Christmas holiday, New Year's Eve, going into New Year. But during that time, um, everyone responds. If you had someone passed away, responds different during the holidays, because when you gather friends and family around, it brings up memories of that person that you love who's not there sitting at the table. So we're just going to first of all, we're going to talk to you about our stories of grief and caregiving. And then we're going to talk about, give you some tips and tools that you can use during the holiday season. Hello, Velda and Janine. Hi, Mary. How are you doing today? Good. Janine, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well, Mary. Thanks for having us on. Right. So, Velda, what, tell us about your um, personal story of grief and caregiving. You know, it's really something because, yes, we are into the holidays. And, you know, when you think about the holidays and you you know, sometimes you hear people talk about seasons and, you know, they say like for every season, you know, there's, there's a, there's a time to either celebrate or there's a time to sometimes grieve. And the thing about the holidays is that, uh, you know, when you've lost a loved one, it's definitely the roller coaster ride. You know, when I think about the fact that I was the caregiver for both my mom and my dad, and uh, the holidays just was all so much about family and yeah. you know, and being with them. And then when they were gone, you know, it just wasn't the same. You yeah. know, it just wasn't the same. It, it, it took some adjusting. But, you know, with the adjusting to know that uh, there's a time to laugh mm-hmm. and you can, you know, call up those memories and Sometimes there's a time to cry. Yes. You know, and to know that all of that is okay. And mm-hmm. to know that um, grief is also a way of sometimes just reminding us some of the memories. Yeah. So the question is just how to be able to celebrate uh, the memories, if you will, of our loved ones during this time when they are. Uh, you know, longer here. So it's it's a challenge. It's it's a roller coaster ride. And I think at some point we have to learn how to be comfortable, you know, with the roller coaster ride because uh, there's definitely steps to grieving. And everybody's not at the uh the same level, you know, with their grief. 
you know, Mary, you know, I'm, I know I'm sharing with you about, um, you know, my parents and how uh, I think I shared the fact that I lost both of them the same year. Yes. You no. Know, and uh, it was almost like six months apart. So before I had a chance to really grieve my father, whose death was a really shock and surprise to us, uh, because my mom was the one that was uh, the one that had more, you know, health issues. Right. You know, suddenly I'm having to grieve both of them when I hadn't had a chance to grieve one. Now right. I'm grieving both. But I'd like to know, how did you handle, uh, you know, your grief? Because I know that uh, you and your husband were just so close. Yeah, it was um, November the 1st, 2019. He passed away. And, you know, that's the beginning of Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is already um, mm -hmm. hard for my family because both my brother and my dad died right before Thanksgiving. Wow. Thanksgiving holiday. But, you know, part of it, like you said, we have the different phases of grief. You know, I went right to acceptance because I knew he was going to be in a better place. You know, at the time he was in nursing home, he couldn't walk. He was very like, you know, I'm tired of this, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, so, you know, it was a blessing for him. Now he has no more pain. You know, he's in a place without that. But yet at the same time, it's, it was really hard to face um, Thanksgiving when you don't have that loved one around. Yeah. Um, I usually go to my aunt house. So, you know, it was there. And, it, you know, I usually go in and help and you keep busy and everything. So that was nice. But yet also the kids were all, they're all based down south of sub one. So it was a hard season. I think Christmas was even harder because, He's one of these that people used to, my sister and brother would call on my phone at Christmas time. Oh, before you guys open gifts, let's see the tree. Because my husband went ridiculous at Christmas time. <laughs> I mean, the tree, I mean, half the present be take over a quarter of the floor in the okay. living room because he just liked to shop and buy and celebrate and cook and everything like that. So yeah. that's hard. But, you know, it's, this year is getting better, I think, too, because all of my... Um, all my adults were together, except one, and we talked about memories. We talked of lessons learned. So then it was kind of like, you know, they were giving me my flowers before I passed away and talking about what they learned, their lessons from their dad. So it was it was different in it. It was I was grateful that I have the adults I have and just it was different where it was I could handle it better. Yeah. You know, that you didn't have to think you thought about the good memories and everything that you got from that individual. Yeah. I think that's a reminder to uh the grief uh just the process. Yeah. You know, and how depending upon your relationship with the person mm -hmm. or with the family, how that impacts, you know, how you grieve. You know, and again, sometimes uh time, you know, can have a lot to do with the uh the way we grieve. You know, and I guess, you know, for the three of us here together, you know, the one that uh, has just experienced it most recently, uh, Janine, is, is you. So I guess my question to you, Janine, is how are you doing right now? Well, um, I, I, I have to, I would like to share with you that holidays are really big in the family. Mm -hmm. um, 
the month of November is when we did our 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 family uh, our cruise that we had planned to take with James, um, but but like he 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 died before we could even um, go on it, and it was planned for November, and he died in April. So um, it's like we took him along with us, mm-hmm. uh, of course, in our hearts and. Uh, we even, we did something very special. I think my daughter said, you know, dad's not here. The first night we sat down at dinner, there were seven of us, but the table was set for eight. Wow. And it was like, wow. Um, I had him right next to me. It's symbolically, um, but just it, his, he's had such a strong presence in our life. There have been way a lot of things in which we still feel him. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we did on that ship, we were on a, a ship that was in the the western part of the Caribbean. And so one of the things that we know about about the Atlantic. The slave trade, you know, that went over the Atlantic and we were right there. And so Jessica had an idea before we left that we would do something to put James there in the Atlantic. And so we had stones from we have a lot of stones around our home Mm -hmm. and we wrote his name on our stone and a little message to him. And we went on deck. We went on the fifth deck where it was open and it was at night mm. and and we said prayers and, and we actually put, tossed our stones over, over the side of the deck and uh, had James there in the Atlantic. I it was just a symbolic for us. Um, and it was, it was very moving, mm. but the trip, he was supposed to be with us. And so we had him with us. Um, for Thanksgiving, this first real big holiday that we all gather and 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 cook one of his favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. I chose to go and be with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, his sister wanted to come out there. My dad's been out there almost twenty years now, and been that um, long. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, when you say out there, where's out there? Uh, in in Arizona. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, so he's out where it's nice and warm. Uh-huh. Um, it's almost twenty. It's probably around eighteen years or so now, but it's yeah. getting close. I remember uh, when he moved out there. It's like wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when James had to go into the hospital for the last time, mm, right. and. I couldn't get back because of the way the air flight schedule is. So um, that was something I knew I had to do. I didn't want too much time to go by because I am a forward moving person. So dad's sister wanted to come out there. So Aunt Barbara and I flew out to Arizona together and we had a different kind of a holiday Dad has his specialties that he does, and I have mine. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And so we we put it all together and and had a had a Thanksgiving um with his friends and and family. So it was a wonderful Thanksgiving. We played games, we had wonderful food and played games. So your but house it was different games to me. <laughs> yeah, I did learn more about some of these games, Jeannie. Oh my God, it's it's like the best time. Yeah, you know, Jeannie. Well, we Jeannie, played Bonanza. Yes, <laughs> but one, Jeannie, something that you brought up was that at the time that James went to the hospital, you were away. Um, my son, his wife had his heart attack. He was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to arrange flights. So part of it is, I think, and we've talked before on air about making sure your support system is there for you. Oh, you yeah. know, I know you knew your girls were there, your son yes. they're there, your sister was there support. I know that um, you know, one thing I was down the road in Atlanta and I thought, dang, do I need to drive? You know, it's two hours to Chattanooga, but I knew his mom her mom was here, her sister was here. <laughs> support so just you never know when you um always when I went away I was like my son was there for my husband but yet I made sure my aunt and everybody knew my support my extended support outside the house knew I was going to be gone but Mm -hmm. he was there checking on them and that's what they do so um I think you know like you said instead of panicking you can just know okay my support system I'm trying to get back but don't panic because they're there for me. So I think that just brought up that for you. But also, let's kind of talk yeah. about it. And, you know, Mary, let me just interject something right here. Because uh, I have to just say, uh, Janine, when you were sharing your story, it actually put a smile on my face. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when I say about, you know, the smile that you put, you know, on my face, how the grief turned into a celebration of love. A yes. celebration of life. Yes. A celebration of the things yes. that were so important to not only your husband, but to the family and how you all were able to just enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so something that could have been, I guess, very, very sad, if you will, you know, it became a celebration, you mm-hmm. know, of just so many, you know, great memories. And I think that that's something that is so important for us to keep in mind, you know, uh, you know, at times like this also, again, there's a time that we can be, you know, sad and cry, but just thinking about the life, you yes. know, the good times, you know, uh, it, it, it really does mean a, a, a lot. So I just want to say, you know, thank you, oh, you yeah. know, uh, you know for sharing that as, as a great mm-hmm. reminder. Yeah, Velda, that is, I think, um, and I think also she shared about how to stay connected to that memory. See, you know, she took rocks from home. Yeah. They did what they did before. Then they threw them out into the Atlantic Ocean. So that's creating a memory or whatever. So that was great, too. How do we, um, if we wanted to talk about during the holidays, because, you know, you do have these memories um, how do you deal do, do with self-care during the holidays? Mm-hmm. You know, especially as a caregiver. I mean, Valda, you're taking care of your um more she's more than 90 year olds and <laughs> yes. you know, um how you know, like me, I'm taking care of my mother. 
how do we take self-care about yourself during the holidays when you're also dealing with memories? And sometimes I know some days I just want to go into bed, read a book. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about anything. <laughs> I want to think about caring for anybody. I understand. <laughs> you know, so how do we take care of that self-care? You know, it, it, it's really something because when you talk about dealing with stress, and anyone who has dealt with any of the things that we're talking about knows something about stress. And I know for me, uh, I have to be totally honest. I've been dealing with a lot of mental stress, okay. physical stress, uh, emotional stress. So the question is, what did I do for me? And I, right. realized, you know, I had to just learn how to say no. Yes. To, uh, you know, to doing certain things and know that it's okay for me to have some me time, you know, for me time, sometimes it meant, you know, just going for a drive, listening to some music, having my quiet time, my meditation uh, time, uh, sometimes friend times. And like you said, sometimes just curling up and being alone (laughs) and saying that it's okay for my body to heal and relax and it's okay so that I can then come out and know that, uh, I'm not dealing with an empty cup, but I've started to learn how to uh, just refill, mm-hmm. you know, and refilling is looking at how I'm taking care of me so that uh, I'm okay being around other people. Well, that's good. How about you, Janine, self-care during the holidays? Well, I'm telling you, there's nothing like a walk. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, getting some physical um energy going and making sure that you're caring for yourself physically. Amen. Because it's important to keep our hearts pumping. Yeah. And to and it's a way of actually releasing the physical stress that happens to our body mm-hmm. when when we are feeling pressure. There's no better way to release that than to do something physical and to also breathe. Breathing is so important to take time, to take that deep breath in through your nostrils and to let it out, to let it go, to exhale. Um, Doing that a few times in, in moments of you just feel tense can reverse your tension and give you some relaxation. So I I truly enjoy enjoy doing things like that and and I encourage others to uh to embrace it as well. Yes. Yeah. That breathing I think is um really important enduring but so some things just uh we want to give you some pointers on unfolding your grief. Um you know one thing allow yourself to feel Mm-hmm. So whatever you're feeling, don't try to block it out or ignore. Allow yourself to feel. Also, don't forget, seek support. If you need support, it's okay to call another person. I remember um, a year after my brother died, I'm one of these people that anytime someone died, I'm the only one home around my mother. So I'm the one who usually come in, take care of everything, organize everything, you know, do what you have to do. 
And it was a year later, I went over to Detroit where he lived and I was in the hotel room just crying. I had to call my sister because I finally realized because when I was there, he always had my favorite meal ready for me to go at his home and everything like that. So it's all it's okay to call for support and then reflect on the memories. You know, we um, this when we had Thanksgiving, we were sitting around playing games and we reflect on the memory of their father. So it's okay. And finding purpose and helping others, you know, it's okay to help others at time. Um, Also, a lot of people I know one people said how they take care of it. Their dad always liked to go and help when you have like what are the places where you go feed others during Thanksgiving? And oh, serve shelters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shelters mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So helping others. And then we just talk about take care of yourself. Any other tips for unfolding your grief really quick before we close out? You know, it's really interesting because I remember my niece when she was only around, well, she was in elementary school, put it to you like that, but early elementary school. And she saw uh, a family member really grieving because of someone passing. And she said, well, just remember, they're in your heart all the time. Plus, we got pictures. And yeah. out of the mouths of babes. Yeah. You yes. know, to hear that, you know, you know, hey, we, we've got pictures, you know, to help us remember and to celebrate. And then uh, in our hearts. Right. Right. You know, not to take any of that for granted. And I think you just brought up a point, Velda, when um, like your um, niece jumped in. I think it's also to remember that everyone grieves at different places and they're at different stages of grief. So allow everyone to be the stage where they're at and don't try to rush them through. Like I went to a substance acceptance of him dying, but I didn't, you know, push my kids. You need to be here. You know, he's in a better place. I let every individual unfold and have their feelings and how they want to work through their grief. So I think that's a great point too. Anything else, Janine, before we close? I know Velda's kind of remind of some things. Well, in my tradition, we, we light candles, we say prayers mm-hmm. and I know at at my dining room table, uh, candles burn for those who are no longer with us uh, during the holidays. And and we acknowledge and we say their name. Um, That is something that I believe that's very important uh, because our expression, our expression of our grief is important to share with family because everyone's going through it and to acknowledge it is making it real is putting laying another track for another memory right so, honor Amen. traditions and start new ones when needed that's good really important Belda. Okay, so uh, again, I just want to, you know, thank everyone for joining us, uh, you know, today. And just a reminder that it's okay. It's it's okay to be in grief. It's okay to know that we're at different stages. And again, it's okay. So keeping that in mind with the uh, the holidays and there's just so much going on. We just encourage you to uh, join us 
join us for our next session, which again, we meet on uh, Wednesdays. And this is part of caregiving. And remember, we are here for each other. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Hearts of Caregiving. You can find us on our Facebook page, Hearts of Caregiving. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Until next time, take care.